This episode of Super Legit brought to you by Inside Jokes About Comedy Theaters, Big Mattress, and carefully marked spoilers for shows that ended 16 years ago. of the Super Legit Podcast. I am Jarrett Lennon-Kaufman, the best host this show has ever had, and I am welcoming my wonderful crew of very happy, very kind, very thoughtful, very friendly, very complimentary players, friends, family. We prefer the term players. We don't want you to get too, okay. All right. too cozy. Yeah. I like troop. Yeah, uh, no, I was, I was feeling it. Acquaintances yeah. is okay. Is... All right. Yeah. Okay. That's this how is, uh... I refer to all my friend groups Ooh. as troops. My mama troops. raised me to be a player. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is playa. <laughs> uh, yes. My yes, mom is not a beach. She's cool. in Southern California. <laughs> Lots of playas around here. She's a tributary. That's the name of Lana Del Rey's mom. <laughs> Let's uh let's let's get this started with uh let's let's start with Stephen C. James. Oh, Stephen hey, C. James. Yes. How's it going, Jack? I am good. Uh how are you? You know, I'm good. I'm good, you know, in uh pandemic adjusted terms, as we were talking about before. Yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. Relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't your question. Here's your real question. Ooh. <laughs> what was the first moment that made you finally realize or accept that you were an adult? Oh, I uh, I'm a middle school teacher by day, so I don't know if I've ever actually fully accepted the fact that I'm an adult because I'm always spending time around people in their teenage years. Um, mm-hmm. But there are many times, like like my wife uses that phrase adulting, and it bugs <laughs> me because like I I have this dual thing where I got the job that I still have right now at 22 years old. I was like right out of college, wow. 23 years old. And I've had the same job since I was 23. And so I've like been in charge of people and running a classroom and being a teacher since I was 23 years old. So even though I've never actually matured, I've always had to be the adult in the room. Uh There's always at some point during my workday where somebody turns to me and is basically like, what the fuck do we do now? And I have to know or pretend to know. So I've been a faux adult since I was 23 and on the inside, I still, for the first four years at that job, I didn't have health care because I was like, ugh, paperwork. I don't want to do this. Like, I, I'm not actually <laughs> yep. matured. Yeah. And then somebody was like, you know, if you get sick and it's like, well, if you get sick, you wait, you get better. Like, no, if you want to go to the doctor and I'm like, doctor, doctor, I'm like, yeah, had no idea. Just had no idea. Yep. So if it involves paperwork, then, then it, I'm not an adult. If it involves bossing people around, Captain Grown Up, right here. <laughs> That's crazy to hear that you were a teacher at 23. If I still had the same job now that when I was 23, I would be a senior projectionist at Arclight Cinema. <laughs> like, but, but here's the thing. Which I know is probably, a great gig. You but, would probably huh? be opening. Not now. Well, not now. Not now. Uh, yeah, you yeah. would probably. Oh be, yeah, we got that pandemic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would probably like be the per- person who is like the manager at the uh, ArcLight Theater in Honolulu, Hawaii, or something like that, 
or like I tried in to Dubai get that job. or something. I tried to get it. I tried yeah. to get it. Actually, as somebody else who was a projectionist at 23, if I had really? had that, if I had the same job, yeah. Uh, if I had the same job I had when I was 23, then I would have been laid off 20 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's all digital now. <laughs> I would have been replaced by a tiny laptop decades ago. Oh, man. Knowing this group, does this... Is this where we find out that everyone was a projectionist at 23? At the same theater. No, if I had the same job that I had at 23, I would be, I would hit, I would have hit 20 years in the army uh, a few months ago. I would be able to retire right now. Wow. I actually still work at the same place that I worked at when I was 22 in a weird way. (laughs) Job security. (laughs) Right. God bless it. Uh, my, one thing you guys should know is uh, Michael is only 24, so it's not that impressive that there he's had go. the same job since oh, yeah, 22. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Dude, I remember uh, when I was a kid, I was uh, working at a resort, and this uh, dude said to me, he's like, you know, if I'd stayed in the army since I was 18, I'd be retiring. And I was like, oh my God, dude, this guy is so old. He's 38. Yeah. And now <laughs> 38 sounds like, wow, my knees would still work. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, the dream, man. Those whippersnappers. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. love to be retired. Yeah, Chris Sanders. Uh, can, given this whole retirement conversation and so on, uh, and especially the history you had that you were just going into, what what for you was that moment where you felt like an adult? Like that? Did that have anything to do with your military experience, or was it completely separate? Oh God, I still have never felt like an adult. Yeah. Yeah, ever. Uh, I, I almost allowed for that. And the question is like, no, I'm going to let people say that themselves because I it's still have I still have moments some days uh, relatively frequently that I uh, just in the middle of a day have a moment that I'm like, how are people just buying this facade? Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone's just OK with it. I'm a fucking child. Like I play video games like it's my goddamn job. <laughs> and it isn't it doesn't make um, me money uh and i i frequently i just have a trash mouth i still <laughs> talk like i'm 20 years younger my body doesn't my body certainly acts its age uh, but my brain has not caught up and everyone's just seems to be okay with it because i think for the most part Nobody fucking knows what they're doing and everybody yep. realizes it. And everybody's everybody is like um, stoned for the first time and worried that everyone knows they're stoned. Yeah. Yeah. See, see that 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 informs like I feel like my wake up moment because I, 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 I'm i with you. Most of the time, I feel like I am uh, posing as an adult. But that that moment of maturity, that that moment that of wake up that that gave me the hint that I was an adult was that moment where I suddenly realized everybody was faking it. Mm-hmm. Everybody who I grew up looking at as adults and going, they know everything. They know what they're doing. They've got their shit together. None of them had their shit together. None of them knew what they were doing. They may have been successfully stumbling through things. They may have stumbled into something that looked like they had everything together, but consistently they didn't yeah. know what the hell they were doing and they uh. were making it up as they went along. Yeah. That is the light bulb moment. Like when you realize yeah. the emperor has no clothes, you're like, we're all naked. Yeah. And yes. we're all just, yeah. dude, that's, it's, it's eye opening because nobody knows anything. I think it's also a half glass, full half glass, empty moment for you too, which is, do you take that as the example of 
oh, good, I'm with everybody else. I'm I'm one of you. This is great. Or you take that as, holy shit, we're all screwed. This is the transition to adulthood is one time I went to the see a movie at Hollywood and Highland. And it was in theater seven. I, I took it. Have you ever been to Hollywood and Highland because you don't live in Los Angeles? Big theater right next a big mall right next to Mass Chinese Theater. So where do we go? We can't find the theater. Uh, point us down this escalator. Just keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Okay. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. <laughs> they usher us out the door and we're standing on the sidewalk. Uh, and yep. that's how it feels to transition to adulthood. Super. All right, listen, son. I I get it. Okay, you're 35 years old. I'm not too much older than you. I'm 38. But even though you're always going to be Pac-Man Junior, you have a job to do. Okay, those pellets are going to eat themselves, kid. Come on, Dad. Come on. All right. You don't have to boss me around. Okay. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to chop ghosts like you, all right? What if the power isn't in the pellet? What if it's inside me? What if the power's inside me, Dad? Listen, let's just, let's just, the power is in all of us, okay? But there's a holy trinity that we all need to respect, okay? It's Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jr., okay? Oh, you're going to bring Mom into this, Dad? Really? For real, Dad? Listen, all right? I'm well aware... That I might not even be your son, okay? Hey. Huh? Think about hey. that, Dad. Uh, oh. hello, Inky I, and I don't don't even bring my name into this. Um, and if you are gonna bring my name into this, bring it in yes. properly. I am not Mrs. Pac-Man. I am yeah. Miss Pac-Man because you do not own me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I am with Dad, you because I choose to be with you, not because I have to be. Have you ever noticed, Dad, that Pac-Man Jr. is a video game? Is a combination. Of Pac-Man and pinball. Hmm? I get Pac-Man from my mom, Ms. Pac-Man. Thank sure. you for not you, being a gender Thank trainer. you, son. Thank okay. you. And I'm pretty sure, Dad, Dad, in no. air quotes, that I get my pinball on this from you that have my cyclone last name. machine over there. You and have I my last the name. The cyclone okay. pinball game okay. is my real dad. Look, Miss Pac-Man Trollop doesn't know if it's a Williams machine, a rally machine, a Polico machine for that matter. You have my last name. Oh, dare you. How in front of our son? I have my mother's last name. My mother's last name, Ms. Pac-Man. Okay? All right, Ms. Pac-Man. Just because a Smith marries a Smith doesn't mean that one of them has to go with their name. All right, there's a difference. Your last name is Pac-Man. Her last name is Pac-Man. Duh. Think of the difference. You're being very culturally insensitive. Quote, unquote, dad. Huh? He gets he gets his intellect from my side of the family. Yeah. Why don't you try using one of those 25 cent words? What does it get from What does it get from your yeah. side of the family? Hmm? 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 Well, Pac-Man's an old game, okay? And uh, some would say it's antiquated. And if that happens to be my point of view, then that's what that's going to be. Oh, we just have to accept your old look. Mm -hmm. This is the way I see the world. If it was up to you, Miss Pac-Man, we wouldn't even have a Pac-Man Jr. I made sure you carried that Pac-Man from that little pellet to a (gasps) Powerball for nine months. How dare you bring that up in front of him? Yeah, yeah. Instead baby, of the regular nine no, quarters, baby, it was baby, twelve baby. quarters to birth that boy. Baby, it was. I was <laughs> at a very. 
That was a very pivotal time in my life, and I didn't am know I just, what I Am I just a token to the two of you? Is that it? Huh? No. You no, would have been to baby. her. You would have been a pretzel or a strawberry or an orange or just another thing she swallowed. But I said, no, hang on, wait 12 quarters. Antiquated point of view. Again, how dare you speak for me? I have been, oh, no, baby, no. You know, Listen. at the time, I didn't realize what a blessing you would be. What a blessing you are. You, you made are my blessing. life complete. Yes. You... You are the wind beneath my bow, honey. You are what makes everything worth it. I don't. I don't no, chase. No, I don't chase no, glowing ghosts no. for me. I. I chase them for us, baby. Listen, for us. No, I have enough of this. All right. Like, I didn't I, ask um, to be programmed. It's bad enough. Didn't. I'm the least memorable member of this family. That's you know not what true. I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run right over there. No. And I'm gonna run into that ghost. It doesn't no, no, matter no. that it's no, not no, no, blue. No, 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 no. You know, suicide comes from your side of the family. Now, uh, before we get angry emails and tweets from our uh, our many, many listeners, At I do want to clear the record. Hi, Ray, how's it going? That uh, the pinball version was Baby Pac-Man. Oh. Uh, and Junior Pac-Man was apparently an unauthorized version of the game made by Bally Midway without Namco's uh, permission. That Ooh. led to them uh, led to them uh, terminating their license agreement with with Namco. Well, so interesting. I, well, it's just like, me preventing us from getting. Sounds hate mail. like Steven CJ's initiation. I, say, of... <laughs> I think that that was implied in my performance. Yeah, Junior uh, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. for the deep cut notes. That's Appreciate all that. subtext. It's all yeah. in there. And oh, also I for the listener, Jet did not Google that. He did all <laughs> yeah. that with his eyes closed. <laughs> well, just off the dome. Steven, he did it because the uh, jokes are much better when you explain them in depth from yeah. Googling yeah. them afterwards. You know what comedy needs? More facts. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, everybody? No, just more facts. I, I have actually played Baby yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah, Jet, next time, if you want to jump cut in there and be like a litigation lawyer oh, there you go. Yeah. the yep. whole paternity. I yeah. like pop-up video oh, game oh, with Jet, hey, I would watch. Hey, Jet, <laughs> hey, Jet try acting. Speaking of jobs that you had at 22. Oh, that's a different kind of deep cut. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and that's actually funny because if you say, if, if we go back to 23, that's exactly when my last paid gig was. <laughs> what was Clark Gable like on the set of Gone with the Wind? Yeah, I feel like what did we right before this about? Yeah, yeah, your last not show being was circumcised because the... if you weren't, if you weren't before, Josh just circumcised you. <laughs> I think you're getting um, circumcision and castration mixed up, Chris. Oh, I am. I I'm am. great at both. Great at both. <laughs> oh, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> I used to be a butcher. In the Fish Jewish monger. tradition, we we wait until the son gets married for the castration to happen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is that what the broken wow. glass is for? That felt a little misogynistic, maybe. Just a little bit. I don't know. Which don't is know. orthodox Jew to a T. Anti-Semitic, misogynistic. I just don't know. <laughs> a, you know happy column a, a little from column B. C- considering uh, or- orthodox Why Judaism, uh, yeah, misogyny goes hand in hand. So, <laughs> Are you allowed uh-huh. to hold hands? <laughs> 
when the man says so. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, since you're talking, Michael Hyman, how about you? What was uh, what was that moment for you when uh, uh, you first felt like an adult? And, and like, you know, you don't have to continually feel like an adult, but like mm-hmm. that glimmer, that moment that was like, oh, could I be an adult now? I had a big one uh, pretty recently in the last Hey-o. few months. Nobody um, say anything. Um, sometime <laughs> last year, I started watching 60 Minutes. Mm. And I oh, remember man. as a kid, my you dad would adulthood. watch sixty minutes. And but you watch the kid, you now watch the 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 live broadcast with commercials and everything. I don't watch anything live, oh. but it's on Hulu. Yeah. Oh, it is. So, yeah. Oh, because that <laughs> the drama at the at every commercial break of the mm-hmm. tick 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 tick, and it's the oh, actual time it that Hulu. it is. He's, he's not too. he's not paying for the full price Hulu, so he still gets the ads, and you oh. can't skip them either. Even if you pay with with for no ads, you still have to watch some ads sometimes. It's yeah, annoying. yeah. It, it is terrible poor marketing. marketing. But I oh, remember as a kid, that sounds like somebody who listens to sixty minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Does it grind your gears, Mike? <laughs> no, not at all. Does it's it frost just, your preserves? <laughs> it gives me the red ass is what it does. <laughs> uh, I, thought, but, I thought that was Leslie Stahl that gave you the red ass. No? I thought She's it was the Taco best Del that gave you the red ass. <laughs> that too. <laughs> keep it going. Uh, I, I'll never finish my story. Oh, there's there's more to the story. All right. No, just like, I remember watching my dad. Wa- my dad watches 60 Minutes regularly. When I was a kid, he still does. He loves it. And I remember as a kid being like, eh, this is boring. And then, mm-hmm. you know, six months ago, I'm watching it. I'm like, this is really good journalism. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that's my biggest, uh, holy shit, I'm an adult. Uh, while also still working at the same place that I work, started working at when I was 14. You're an adult <laughs> watching 60 Minutes. You're old when you start writing in to complain to 60 Minutes. Mm. That's <laughs> when you know you're old. I did notice they don't have Andy Rooney anymore. <laughs> Oddly enough, they don't. But they, like how old I am is every sixty minutes anchor I can think of is already dead. Uh, <laughs> so that's like that's where my age level sits. And some of them are still on the show. Well, yeah, yeah. You're not going to cancel the contract. We paid for this guy. <laughs> I actually enjoy uh, Sunday morning. I don't know if you are familiar with this show. Um, it is. It's like sixty minutes. Um, if um, sixty minutes was too much for you. You're like, you know what? I need a little slower pace. I need something to kind of like, <laughs> like, you know, bring it to me naturally and easily. It's mm-hmm. like um, Ducal X for uh, our Marilette. I don't know what that thing is called. Super. Welcome to 20 Hours, the approximate amount of time left in the life of each of our correspondents. Here, we take the news from a different perspective. One of wisdom. Not age, but wisdom. Tonight's top story... You see a countdown clock timer going down as he's... Uh, Tonight's to top story, clouds. Why aren't they as fluffy as they used to be? I remember back when a couple of clouds could take up the whole sky. Now we've got these namby-pamby mini clouds that barely can even block the sun. That's 48 hours later. I remember when the clouds used to look like boobies. You could look up in the sky and see boobies. It was just about the only way you could see boobies unless you had a wife. Wallace, we aren't quite ready for sports yet, but thanks for jumping in. 
All right. <laughs> we'll come back to you and do it in the sports report. Right now, we're going to go to international news. International news with Dwight. Dwight, what do you have on the international front? Anything new? You know the Orientals are at it again. Oh, Dwight, are they? Grandpa are they, Dwight, Dwight, I told you. Dude, people are Asian. The rug is Oriental. The lamp is Oriental. But people are Asian. You're so, I'm so sorry. I've been, I've been learning. I'm getting better. Oh. Every day. Get better every day. That's what I say. Oh, okay. Thanks, Sorry. Right? I'll try this again. The Japs are at it oh, again. No. Grand Grandpa Dwight. <laughs> no. Dwight. It's getting worse. I learned this. I learned this from the problems I was having with my Atai neighbor. The Wops and the other folks, they don't like it when you use those kinds of terms. <laughs> I, I remember when we used to be able to say those things. Oh. Would you mind if I went through a list of things you used to be able to say? Oh, I would. But uh, we got to cut back over to Wallace with sports. Wallace, go ahead and continue on with sports. We'll get back to that list later, Dwight. Back in my day, when Abbott's Field was called the new polo field because Whoa. the old polo Whoa. field... John, I'm the sportscaster here. We're not quite there yet, Jonathan. Where am I? Where am I? Just like a Jew to jump in line and try to take over the show. You're such a... Where's my dead wife, Martha? I want to talk about milk. When I was a kid... We drank whole milk, and no. we liked whole milk. Matthias, it was Matthias. The, yeah. Matthias, what, what, you're not what? even supposed to be on the show this week, Matthias. Well, I know, I, but I, sometimes I to hear about milk. I enjoyed milk. Dwight, I, hold on now. Milk now, comes now, from boobies. I found I found a bottle of milk in the back of the break room fridge, and it has a layer of cream on top, just like I used to have when the milkman would drop it off at the house. Who wants to share this milk and cream with Harvey? me? Harvey? And, Harvey, yeah. you put that milk back, Harvey. I gotta have that to take with my medicine. It, my medicine doesn't work unless I've got unless I've got lactose with it. My, my medicine doesn't work, all right, Harvey? The countdown clock from 20 hours is now in seconds, 10. Nine, now, Harvey, eight. I swear, uh, if you don't put that uh, down, uh, 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 my uh, hobbies, uh, I'm pick up the cream. I want the cream. Put on the desk. Oh no, I don't want to die. Watch uh, one show. This probably not never would have happened if we had some more uh, Orientals on the team. They live longer, you know. Legit. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow, I can't believe you said all that stuff about Orientals, Chris Compton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, that was not Chris Compton. That was not Chris Compton. I have not had the same job for 20 years. <laughs> so I don't say that shit on the internet. <laughs> uh, amazingly, despite scenes like that, we have sponsors this week. Uh Who's got our uh, who's got our, week, our first ad? Well, I know, but we we managed to hold on to them too. Uh, who's got our first ad this week? Part. Chris Chris Sanders, you got that first ad? Uh, I I guess I do. Great. I love that he seems excited about it. 
Well, it's not just it's not just my ad. There's no, but you you brought it to us. I mean, you're yeah. the one who who tracked yeah, down I, the spot. I discovered it. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, in it. yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me just uh, and just for further background on why there's some awkward tension. Uh, last, uh, I think a couple episodes ago, I had actually bought into um, one of our sponsors. It was Forever Van Halen, which ended up being a huge Ponzi scheme. And uh, I took a bath on it. Uh, a couple of our other team members also took a bath on it. So we had a production meeting, and now everybody is in charge of acquiring sponsors, not not just me. So, um, Yeah, and, and we're still not vetting because, again, that is our policy. Uh, no vets. The check clears. If right. I can't have a Corvette, nobody can. But of course, we have to understand with that one, since you were personally invested in it, there was no check. And that was our, so the only vetting process we had was not involved in it. Um, again, yeah. we, it, we sent a lot of checks to yeah. you. Uh, Forever Van Halen may open up at the uh, old Acme Comedy theater spot in Lankersham. So just uh, keep an eye out, see what happens. All right. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll cool. see. Looking forward to not knowing whether or not it was ever actually open. uh i got that i got the tape ready all right this This game game sucks sucks. (laughs) what up dan kane take two (laughs) yeah uh chris can you adjust the balance on that because it's coming out of the left both tracks are coming out of the left side speaker can you just go ahead and split the balance on that so it's coming right through the center channel? Okay, so you don't want the wall of sound thing. No. You want split, split. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's recorded in stereo, so it should come out of both speakers. Okay, sorry. Got it. This game sucks. Yeah, I want to play something real. For real. My dad told me yard games used to mean something. Your dad is right. Yeah. Ah! What's going on? Are you bored out of your mind? Yeah. Do your yard games not give you enough action? Yeah. Huh. Are you unsure of how much your father loves you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Then it's time for Horseshoes and Hand Grenades from Boys Toys. Horseshoe? Horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> from Boys Toys, the people who brought you, everybody's doing it. Comes horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, I don't want to play. Oh, you know, not wanting to only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. That's not the same. Grab a grenade. Okay. And pull the pin. Wait, where are the horseshoes? <laughs> Horses don't wear shoes. Bye. Horseshoes and hand grenades from Boys Toys. This game is not a toy. In fact, it is not a game at all. It is literally a box of surplus hand grenades found in a storage locker of a dead prepper with no next to kin. Purchasing this product transfers all liability related to the product solely to the new owner of said product. Any injury, maiming, or death resulting from the use of this product is the responsibility of the current owner of the product. Horseshoes sold separately. So I think I got a sample of this delivered to my home. Oh. Um, I, I did too. I, uh, I mean, I, there was a there was a FedEx truck out front with just the sides blown off, uh, and I, I, I no sign of the driver. Uh, I think that's what it was, but honestly, I'm not sure at this point. I live in a pretty bad neighborhood. 
I will say I very much appreciated the great deal because I I just we got that email. I just followed the links. I got a great deal on horseshoes. I got like eighteen for a dollar. Like they sell them separately, but at really reduced prices. Yeah, I think I got the hand grenade, but I was near a horse, so I wound up with the horseshoes. Messy. Yeah, <laughs> messy. More than uh, anything, this just seems like a great investment opportunity. Um, like I, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, are they um, on NASDAQ or are they on the big board? Because uh, this is something I would like to be involved in. I'll look them think, up on Robinhood. No. I think this is a cash horse. I think sure. this might be a, a ground floor situation for you too, Shawn Michael. Yeah. Yes, get in now while they're there. No, yeah, Boys Toys is a, a highly reputable organization that I don't know if they're trading publicly yet, but they have they have a plethora of products specifically you know, I, for boys. Yeah. And I, I tried but Googling toys. them, and I think I got a different company. Huh. Oh. Yeah, be hmm. careful about Googling Weird. Boys Toys. Mm. Yeah, it also depends yeah. on what website you're currently perusing background information on. You might get uh, some weird scenes. So, yeah. Um, Maybe turn on safe search. Unless, unless you know, that's the scene that you're looking for. Hmm? Just saying. Yeah. No, no yeah. judgment. Weird was probably right. a bad choice. Not going to yuck yeah, anybody's yum. Never pass any judgment. Unless you're Pete Townsend, then. That's my favorite corporate colloquialism is don't yuck my yum. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way it's off, the way it is often delivered from the like HR rep in the middle of the sensitivity training or whatever is going on is just <laughs> yeah. it's just chef's kiss it's just the I, uh, uh, I'm actually really happy Sanders brought that up we had a we had a HR meeting uh, where I work and he actually said that we were, we were talking about like wow. language you're allowed to use at work and uh, he was like I know you guys are a boisterous crowd and not to yuck anybody's yum but you can't use the word fuck <laughs> mm, yeah i don't i don't like that phrase the, literally using the phrase don't yuck my um it yucks my um just that yes. phrase itself yeah. okay. is, it, is it moist well, it, it gives you that that feeling of what it's like to work for a baby yes <laughs> yeah. yes well, yeah. well here's the thing it's like a visceral reaction like what you consider yummy may be yucky to me and that's just the way it is and i'm not gonna I'm and my my tastes have nothing to do with your taste, and they don't influence yours. And I'm not judging yours, but like you have a visceral reaction. So if somebody says, "Hey, uh, you down for some toothpaste and orange juice?" Yuck! Immediately, and mm-hmm. not that that's the, not that you shouldn't be into it, but it's just not my jam. Yeah, but you know but what? You know that's what? not fair say... because you're yucking, you're yumming my yuck. <laughs> Super. Okay, King Baby, we got a lot of we got a lot of decisions to make today. Okay, so um, I, I know you you don't like doing any work at all, as you are a king and a baby. Uh, but let's try to get through this as much as you can. Um, yes. Uh, so the the peasants on, on the I north end. I made a boom boom. You did, and it's a big boom boom because you're a king, baby. Uh, yeah. The pe- the peasants on the the north side of the island. They need um, well they. They don't have any supplies. They need they need food. Can can Wow, can... that's sad. They need food. They need milk. Give them milk. Okay, so so we're gonna say yum to this, yes? Yum! Yum, okay, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm gonna go handle that now. Thank you so much. Is there more? Tell me more. Okay. Uh I help. I like making decisions. I'm big king. 
Okay, great. So uh, we also were thinking about expanding your territory to conquer the other seven isles around you. Um, this means we may have to go to, to war um, or like um, fight, fight other king babies. Is that something that you're interested in doing? Is that, is that a yuck or a yuck? Yuck. I like other king babies as long as I'm bigger than them. Oh, okay. Am I bigger than the other king babies? Yes, you're the biggest king baby in the whole I'm world. I'm the biggest king baby. Yeah. Then yuck. I want to I wanna play with them, and I want to okay. share my toys with them. Okay, so you're saying you want to have a visit. You want you want to visit one of the islands. My lord, a decree from across the water from the other isle. You talk funny. I like it. Talk more. King... Baby David has declared he is so big. <laughs> well, how, how how big is he? So big. Oh, that's not good. That's not gonna work. I guess I'm so big. No, I'm sorry, sire. He has declared that he is the one who is so big. War! I declare war. I'm this king, was it King Davy, you said? Davy, he goes by, his proper name is David, but he is, as you understand, a baby. So he goes by Davy or Little Boy. I'm going to call him King Poo Poo. I understand, sire. I will return. I declare war on King Poo Poo. With a message to King Poo Poo uh, that you are the one who is so big. That's right. I am the so big baby king. And King Poo Poo is Kaka. Understood, sire. I will see you in six months. Oh, you know. Okay. Uh, king Baby, do you, do you think maybe. He talks funny. I like him. He does talk funny. Um, he did talk funny. That's, that's a big boy thing for you to point out. I am a big king. I am so big king. Yeah. Uh, this is established. Established? That's... Wow, that is a big word for a king baby. Thank you. Who taught you that word? I, I, Sesame Street. Se Sesame Street, wow. Sesame Street, yep. Sounds like someone's had a full day. I get my own special Sesame Street. They perform live for me because I'm king baby. My leash. My leash. My leash. My leash. My leash. We with you have, you have two front. leashes here. Yes. yes. We've come uh, together. <clears throat> We, we come because oftentimes when there's perhaps they bad finish news, each other's sentences. people are worried that they might, you know, kill more of the this. messenger. Yes. Yes. So, um, okay. So we have been told that it is, it is time. Do you have to go poo poo because you look really uncomfortable? Uh, no, it is time, my liege, for you to have your nap. Please show me mercy, sir. Please, please, please. Yuck, 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 okay. yuck, 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 no, no nap, no nap. My, 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 my liege, if I may, perhaps the reason why you are feeling so yucky is because 
You just need to rest your body, my liege. Well, maybe um, to be a bigger king, baby. Maybe you should rest your body without your head. Ha 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 what are we be talking about? Nothing, nothing, King Baby. You've had a full day. Don't you yeah. want to go back into your your big race car King Baby bed? I like race cars. I'm going to go vroom. Okay, go vroom. Go vroom. I love you. I, I love. I, we all love you, don't we? Everybody, same time. We love, love you, you, King, King, King Baby. baby. Uh, I guess. Legit. <laughs> uh, hey, Josh Spence. Yeah, man. Uh, how about you? What was uh, what was that moment for you that that like just had a, a big that like it felt to you like you might actually be an adult? Oh my goodness! Uh, it's not a it's not a fun memory like these other guys. So I was currently living with my dad. Uh, we were roommates together, and. The more I think about it, like I, I've said this a couple times, I grew up a lot more rednecky than I thought I did. Uh, so my dad was drunk one night, and I was like, "Hey, you should probably hold off on the booze." Uh-oh. And he's like, "Are you saying that I'm not? You saying you can drink more than me?" And I was like, "No, quite the opposite." <laughs> This was a legit conversation. I, I love said, that's I be- where he went. He's like, is that yeah. a challenge? Is and, that a and, challenge? Yeah. And, that is and his answer like, to every challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you already know my father. This is Dad, I don't, I, I, I'm saying you should turn off the Nintendo. You're not going to beat Bowser tonight. Are you yeah. saying you can drink yeah. more than you me? Were there. <laughs> yeah. Sir, do you know how fast you were going? You saying you can drink more than me? <laughs> Tonight's that's- Final Jeopardy question. Oh, are you saying you can drink more than me? <laughs> it's, that was right. Uh, and I said, no, quite, quite the opposite. And uh, we we got into not only a fight, but we got into like a physical fight. Ooh. And um, the next day. Wait, how, uh, how old are you for clarification? Sorry. At this moment, 35. Then I was 20. <laughs> ah. uh, so it was uh, the next day we're again arguing and uh it was like hey my name is on the lease your name isn't on the lease you should leave (laughs) (laughs) and that is an adult moment (laughs) yeah yeah and and it was super cool because when i when i said that it was like you know when you watch the sitcoms and you hear the audience go (sighs) (laughs) yeah like that happened and then it went Oh shit! I need to come up with an extra thousand dollars for rent. Yeah, <laughs> that's the and, other half of adulthood setting in. And it was in that moment. Actually, it wasn't that moment. It was the following week when I just bought. A, I went to Costco and bought a king size thing of uh, crunchy peanut butter and uh, top ramen, and all of the rest of my money went for rent. It was in that moment when I had a peanut butter sandwich for dinner, and that was it. That I realized 
I was an adult. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is yep. having a peanut butter sandwich for dinner is probably six year old me's vision of being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right on there. Yeah. As an adult now who comes home at the end of the day and has no energy to do anything else in the universe, a simple peanut butter sandwich is often the thing I actually eat as an adult or the equivalent of it. That's the Ramen newest thing at HelloFresh is yeah. you open up the HelloFresh package and it's just like a, 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 a two pieces of bread and then like one knife that has a whole bunch of peanut butter on it and then the other knife has jelly. <laughs> you just do, do you all remember? It, we're sponsored by the very basic version of Blue Apron. <laughs> do you all remember Redneck Fresh. when you were younger? And you and maybe like this is the, from a TV show or, some, or something. And the dad of the family would get up in the middle of the night for a midnight snack, and he'd always make like this giant stack sandwich. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. lettuce, like tomato, and it, yeah, and it had like, the olive it, on top. Yes, with the toothpick. And when was it? Did you realize that is the most unrealistic portrayal of getting up in the middle of the night for food? When I saw that first episode of that sitcom. <laughs> uh, when you were a kid, I you thought I, when I was when I saw that as I kid, also I was have like, never I gotten up that. in the middle of the night for food. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving, Water, like, absolutely. Thanksgiving, yeah. no one did that on Thanksgiving. Nobody groused and made a no. I, one of one of my uh, my buddies. Maybe talked this is about why I have a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he had his his first kid, um, uh, like he was like he and his wife were sleeping in bed. And suddenly the kid is screaming and he goes bursting in there like, what's going on? Are you okay? What's in his wife's like, he's just hungry. He's like, I have never been that hungry in my life where I've been in a dead sleep and just woken up and going, pizza, pizza. And I'm like, oh my God. I, that's when I realized, dude, I, I was, I'm built to be an infant. I would just love to live that lifestyle. Just out of control all the time. Which is weird because when we were doing that King Baby scene, I saw Sean just muttering himself like, fuck, that should have been me. That should have been me. (laughs) My baby still wakes up. He's he's almost 13 months old now. And still, it's rare to get a full night of sleep. He's generally waking up once or twice. And it's either because he's hungry. He's just so hungry. He is inconsolable unless he eats uh where it is pizza which is bottle uh for pizza it's in bottle form for babies Uh, i was gonna say the problem may be that you're feeding your baby pizza (laughs) (laughs) and heartburn real early and or he he has completely filled or overfilled his diaper and only and it's a nighttime (laughs) diaper that's supposed to last up to like 16 hours. Oh, there's no such thing. And this thing within three hours, yep. it is, it is leaking all, out the, the entire, it's the, leaking yeah. out the entire bed. Like we go through yeah. all of our he sheets. painted the walls with it at this yes. point. Yeah. 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 He's generally just kind of sticky from piss. I gotta say, this is really, really yumming my yuck. Right now. <laughs> yumming I, your yuck. Yeah, I don't know how to say that I'm disgusted <laughs> You're super by it. Into this. Oh, okay. yucking your yum. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know, I I can actually relate to uh, Chris's 13 uh, month old because I can't sleep through the night either. But it's not because uh, I just it's my uh, you know I'm sleeping having a good time. It's not because I'm hungry. But then uh, suddenly my brain will kick on and go, Hey, remember in fourth grade 
yeah. uh, back in St. Catharines <laughs> when you, and I'm like, dude, no. And then I just, this, everything starts spiraling and it just, it turns into this whole thing. And then I'm up at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you know, our, our natural rhythms and we used to sleep in like shorter Please. cycles. It was totally normal to wake up in the middle of the night and be up for like an hour yeah, and mm-hmm. just do a few things and then go back to bed. Yeah. Like, it's the, 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 I think it was uh, partly on uh, the fault of mattress companies mm-hmm. that marketed the idea of a full night's sleep of like eight hours is the proper time to sleep straight. And that yeah. changed, slowly changed the idea of what you're supposed to do to sleep. Big and that mattress, waking man. up at all doesn't, <laughs> isn't there, supposed there's... to happen. There's also the fact that those of us with ADHD uh, experience more of this because we have two extra problems. One, uh, the circadian rhythm is off for people with ADHD. We're like we're we're slipped something like two to three hours off of the normal schedule, so we tend to be more productive wow. at ridiculously late hours than other people. So that's why a lot of the time, like some of the best uh, creative accomplishments I've had have been at like one or two in the morning. Shout out iOS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the middle of the day is nothing. And then the other problem we have is, yeah, we wake up a lot more in the middle of the night because our brains are just constantly doing oh, shit. shit. I was going to type this uh, in the chat, but I'm just going to say it out loud. Jet is now officially the doctor who diagnosed me with ADHD. Like every time he talks about it, he's like, oh, so he means people with ADHD and me. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, hey, Michael Hyman. I think uh, I think you've got another one of your fantastic sponsors for us. You think so? I think so. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of all of the products you've you've hawked. Oh well. Uh, just wait for this one. I mean, it can't be worse than supple dumps. I mean, come on. Was I mean, one that one of... seemed to go over really well. People yeah. will not stop talking about it. Yeah. The the owies. I mean, I use supple dumps myself. I'm I'm a proud uh, uh, customer and an investor now. I mean, we're all investors. Yeah, we're, that's true. Invest- yeah. yeah, that's yeah. how um, you advertise on this show: is we <laughs> give you money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The check that's clearing is ours. We didn't make that clear before. <laughs> this is like yeah. Shark Tank, and it took place on the bus. <laughs> so it's called Fishbowl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the tape. Hey there. You know that feeling when you're in your house and you're thinking. Man, there's gotta be some hidden treasure around here. And you go looking through your shelves and maybe in the boxes in your attic, and you can't find that in your possession. Then you think, wait a minute, it's in the walls. The house is hiding the treasure. The treasure that's gonna make me rich. That silky, smooth, hidden treasure is just waiting for me to start my own organized religion. Well, that's why we've got corner bones. Corner bones. The pile of dead rich people's bones that we've hidden in the walls of your homes throughout the ages. You've heard of Charles Manson, right? He got his start finding corner bones. All you gotta do is find the nearest sharp implement, a claw hammer, maybe a big crescent wrench, and just wail away in the nearest wall in your home. Eventually you'll find us, corner bones. Maybe you'll find some nice calcified fragments of femurs, or if you're lucky, Maybe a tibia. If you're really lucky, a nice vertebrae. You know, you know the backbones. We're the backbones of your futuristic riches and your terrible ideas. Quarter bones. Always there when you need them. In the walls of your house, driving you crazy with greed. 
Say what you will, still better than Arby's. <laughs> I talked to uh, Michael about this one earlier, and he said that was the, uh, out of uh, 7,300 takes, that was the best of them. That was the <laughs> cleanest of them. So yeah. I, I'd like to say kudos yeah. to you for taking that. Uh, vertebra is, is intensely vertebra. difficult. And, to yeah, say. yeah, you can tell yeah. it's hard to say. By the way, you nailed <laughs> yeah. it on the first try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, he was pulling human vertebrae out of the wall while he was saying it. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, it's it's yeah. Mental. I'm really sorry we don't we can't share the video with the viewers because like there was a there was a whole like <laughs> fully not. produced commercial. You, there. you do yeah. not want to see that video. Yeah. No, it was yeah. If you see that video, yums. then yeah. you're gonna die in two weeks, and you have to give the video to someone else. <laughs> yeah, honestly, search for search for boys' toys instead, and uh, turn leave the the filter off. You'll 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 honestly have a much better result. And search for boys' toys, by the way, is a great documentary on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Sean Michael Boozer, let's uh, let's let's get you with this one. Uh, what was what was that moment for you that kind of made you made you feel like you might actually be an adult? Uh, you know what? I don't. I I. And it doesn't have to be a specific if, moment. It could be a concept too, but like whatever. Uh, well, I know the, the, the concept would be having a mortgage would be like, like my dude, Ooh. when you look at this thing and you realize like over the course of this loan, you're going to mm. give these bastards, excuse me, you're going to give the lender, um, uh, three times the amount. You're going to you, give the fine people of Fannie Mae. Yes. Right. You're going to give them three times the amount of the home, mm-hmm. uh, that you just purchased. But, I, I like like most of you. I feel like it's all a facade because, like, even now when somebody asks me how old I am, I have to. I kind of guess based on the last birthday I remember, but I mm-hmm. have no idea. And then when I do realize how old I am, I'm like, that can't be right. Right. That there's no way because I would definitely be smarter <laughs> if I were this old. I would definitely be um, a lot more mature if I were actually yeah. that old. Um, I would know a lot more. Mm-hmm. I would definitely come in. But, dude, people grant you uh, based on the amount of years you have mm-hmm. as if you're like a tree. The taller you get, the older you get, like as if you're granted yeah. some sort of um, it, wisdom. But you aren't. You are the same knucklehead you've always been. But Where's that's- that tipping point? Where's that tipping point? Because there are some people who when you say, oh, they are this age, you think, oh, they must have a lot of wisdom. And there are some people when you say how old they are. You think, oh, that probably person's probably racist as fuck, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's that thing where it's like, where's that like perfect age where it's like, oh, that comes off as gravitas as opposed to, oh, we don't let them drive anymore. <laughs> this this is how I tell the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears to my daughter. <laughs> this chair was too racist. This chair was too dumb. And this one was just right. <laughs> that's how it is right now though it's all it's all generational so like in our current uh public discourse um or just socially uh the you know anyone over currently about 60 65 is very it has a much higher probability of being racist and shitty not because they in their hearts are but generationally mm-hmm. that was just what they grew up in yeah. um now plenty of them have been educated and have refused <laughs> to accept that education so they are now assholes Cast to 20 hours but yeah. by the time all of us are approaching 60 or in our 60s it could be very different that that stigma 
doesn't exist anymore because it should age itself out. What sucks is the majority of the, the social issues in our world, a lot of times the solution is some people got to die. I got Chris, you got that solution for a lot of things. Speaking of which, no, I'm glad yeah. you said that because like seems when, to be a theme when, with you. When 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 Stephen said tipping point, uh, he he went. He continued talking, but uh, the the part that I thought he was going to go with was like the part you realize at some point you're going to die. I really thought I was going to live forever. In case you haven't finished watching Six Feet Under in the last 16 years since it ended. I'd suggest you skip ahead 20 seconds starting now. Until I saw like the final six minutes of six feet under where I just everybody dies to that really sad Sia song. And I was like, that shit's going to be me too. Spoiler. Oh, everybody dies. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Who saw that coming? I didn't. <laughs> like I said, I grew up more rednecky than most of you. Uh, a friend, a friend of mine is like a epidemiologist. Uh, and first of all, by the way, the idea that people will age out of racism—do they easy. deal with vertebrae? Uh, or ver- how about verbora? No, the idea that people age out of racism means you and I have very different Facebook feeds of friends from high school. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, a friend of mine is an epidemiologist. She's done a lot of work on like um, smoking and like you know, getting kids to stop smoking. And mm. so I, I remember she's talking about it. She's talking about all this stuff about like, you know, the ads and stuff and just making it like disgusting for people to smoke cigarettes uh, as a 20 year smoker. Absolutely true. Um, but I'm like, well, what about like getting people to quit? She's like, why would we do that? That problem takes care of itself. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's, that, that's about how it works. Like yeah. you guys want to keep puffing paint. This will be a short problem. Well, and the other thing, too, is we don't know what the future is going to be because we assume that we're going to be like the woke old people. But we're going to be like, listen, I know you want to call them robosexuals, but my day we called them bolt bumpers. And that's what the name was. And that's what I'm sticking with. All right. Oh, man, this gonna be so offensive in a few years. Yeah. There's only yeah. there's only a big old bear at the end of that salmon stream, y'all. It's gonna get all of us. <laughs> I mean, wow, I hear that's that a great metaphor. I like I'm Gen X uh, and I hear that from people like my age. Gnarly. Like talking about, you know, millennials are lazy, blah, 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 blah. Like back when we, what we did and like. That's pretty ballsy for somebody from the slacker generation. Right. Um, We used to listen to Motley Crue. You know what, though? As a Gen X person, though, as well, um, I I have come to the realization that we know that we are in that awkward age. And we we accept it. Like that awkward age being between birth and uh, death. And and we we leaned into that. And we like know everything is wrong. And we're going to be wrong someday, even though we're right now. But we'll be wrong then. Because in the context of things, everything moves ahead. And then you become left behind. And uh, where was I going? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like with it, you know, like the people. Nice rambling, Grandpa. (laughs) Once once we get like our generation in the White House, like I don't want a president who passed out high in a -A Build-A-Bear workshop. Like that doesn't make anything better. But eventually you're gonna have to because all the boomers all are gonna to be, be left. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Oh, yeah. But, like skip us. Keep going. But we're we're gonna reach the generation that uh it we can't find anybody who didn't say something dumb on Twitter yep. at one time. 
yeah, yeah we're like gonna have we're gonna have, we're gonna have video of them doing something stupid like yep. yeah and this is the president jumping from house to house and missing that's the and only reason events. we could get away with that with the previous people was they weren't all on video 24 7 and on social media 24 7 john ossoff is a small example of this like you can see his mm-hmm. tweets from high school about um what, what band was it he was all about uh, imagine dragons like going on about mm-hmm. imagine dragons but like and that's like you know, in like the oh my childhood was embarrassing. I liked dumb things way that they I'm look gonna, at. They're looking at it. Well, but there I, will I, be that person who has an awful thing recorded. I, I am going to say, and maybe this is a crazy idea. I think it's possible that someone might get elected president after saying a bunch of horrible shit on Twitter. <laughs> no, that can't happen. That's not reality. Super. To the 2014 presidential debates, I'm your host, Anderson Cooper. Yes, I'm still here. I'd like to welcome our guests. They're both candidates. And yes, I now treat presidential debates just like I used to treat New Year's Rockin' Eve. I'm blitzed. Anderson, get on with it. We want to we wanna talk to the people here. I welcome our Democratic presidential candidate. You can tell him your name. I know you. <laughs> My name is Zebediah. <laughs> Ma Housekeeper. And everyone knows Zebediah is a proponent of turn that racket off. I make them turn it off. You just let me walk up there. Okay. Listen, now like my to opponent welcome... wants you to turn down your music. Now, how far has Gen X fallen? Remember when they were our cool aunts and uncles? Now he's the old man on the porch. You know, where's that sound coming from? Where's that sound coming from? I don't know others. I don't know either, Zebediah. I'm having trouble. I wanted to introduce a Republican candidate. I think that's where the noise was coming from. But if I could, uh, a Republican candidate for president, he's a younger fellow. Um, I. Actually, I feel like I'm not using his pronoun correctly. Is it Shoop? <laughs> Speak up, boy. We're hard of hearing. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> oh, I did read that correctly. Yes, I'm you often did. corrected by my grandchildren. I have many now. The, the pronouns continue to change. Uh, rightly so. Because Everyone identifies differently. Society now, Anderson. That's why. Could you explain to us what uh, shoop comes from? Uh, no, I won't. And the fact that you want me to is frankly offensive. It wasn't and for me. It was for the benefit of the viewers. The viewers we're trying are to change minds they are, they are I'm my Anderson Cooper and constituents. I, they I'm are woke. I've been woke from the beginning. In the role as president of the United States, they all know what shoop means. To me and to them, there are millions of other shoops out there who are ready to line up at the polls this November 
and put me into office as president. My of the name is Zebediah. Anderson, Anderson, can we get to the January 6th party who everybody came to hear? Okay, I will. Just before we do, we just are as the real Americans. Knows, we are, are, we are, are the patriots. Shoop refers to great fans of the 80s and early 90s hip-hop group Salt and Pepper. Anyways, to the January 6th party, uh... We all know that um, approximately 19 years ago, a failed uh, coup. Um, am I allowed to say that? Still? No, you. And we we did not fail. We have built up to this moment. We are not a failure. We are a success. We have always succeeded because we are Americans. We are the true Americans. We are God's chosen and smiled upon. We are the light on this shining hill. We are everything the rest of the world wants to be. We are beauty and 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 uh, and <laughs> whiteness personified. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Baron Trump. Um, I was just wondering if uh, if we from the Common Sense Party could go ahead and say something. Uh, these guys again. Why do they follow me the everywhere? The Common Sense Party is okay. recognized right. for 30 we're, seconds. We're not exactly hoping for you to say much. I was just, you know, hoping that maybe this year um, we could all just talk about what's important instead of arguing about our own personal ideologies and talk about how we could we could help people in the United States through policy. Is this is why I bring a cattle prod to these things. Ah! I would just remind all candidates that cattle prods are I, not a I good think idea. That pacemaker went off. I feel better. No, Zebediah, it was a cattle prod. Oh, I ain't seen one of those since I saw Mark Arm from Mud Honey vomit all over everybody at Woodstock 95. <laughs> oh, I'd like to point out I remember that, that the too. prodigious cattle prodding of by Mr. Trump of the member of the Common Sense Party is the most work Mr. Trump has done his entire life as he has never held a job in all of his 30 plus years on this earth. Oh, Mr. Trump, would you like to respond to that? Because that's a pretty outrageous accusation. Uh, first of all, I outrageous would... meaning it's not not that it's uh, inaccurate. It, it seems accurate. I have record right here. I'm just saying outrageously it's pretty strong. I have records too, you know. I, uh, <laughs> I got bleach on vinyl. That's one for they got signed. None of that shit of Butch Vig production on it. Uh, it seems Zebediah has taken your time to respond, Mr. Trump, so we're going to need to go to a question from our audience. Uh, yes, sir. You're speaking with Anderson Cooper. Did you know I used to be on CNN? Wow, that's 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 a very yum situation. I like that. Um, if I may, m my name is uh, Jason Everman. Um, I come from the proud state of California. Um, I just have a question for uh, Mr. Shoop from the Shoop Party. Um, no, no, now, no. His name, his last name is not Shoop. No, that's his pronoun. Well, How dare you? Pronoun, you monster! Oh, you obviously oh, are not a uh, you're an undecided voter. So I am eager. I, to hear I okay. would like to. Okay, I, I, I would just, like to apologize on his behalf to the Republican Party. I, I would like just, to apologize. We accept. 
Um, accept all of your apologies. The January 6th party does not accept. I know you weren't apologizing to us, but just so you know, we will not accept any apologies. No one ever, no one ever invited you, so... My question real quick, and I, I heard it's pretty controversial, and I, I know everybody um, you know, grows up and, and they learn better, but is it true that at one point you were a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan? Would you, <gasps> would you like to recant that and and because no one will let's let's face it everybody hates the bare naked ladies and you won't win the election that way is this i will respond to your question and thank you thank you mr for 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 bringing this up a lot of people want to bring up Uh, just to clarify uh the republican party the your time to respond to this question is one week great uh, I will take uh, not but mo- moments to to respond. You will not have to wait that full week. Uh, as as a proud American who wants to create relationships with our partners, listening to the Bare Naked Ladies and consuming their music and buying their records only was to forge a stronger relationship with our Canadian allies in the north. Yes, mm. I think the I'm a Republican, so obviously I cannot appreciate the nuance or intelligence of the Bare Naked Ladies music, but I can purchase it in the cold, hard grasp of capitalism so as to forge that alliance. Sorry, Is that quick follow sufficient? I oh, no, no, quick follow-up. I'm sorry. When you say that you're consuming their music, or is that very much consuming like the chicken, the China, the Chinese chicken? Uh, you, I refuse to eat any Chinese chicken. I have been Whoa. long been an opponent of China, China chickens and their uh, disgraceful agriculture and consumer okay, practices. Okay, I need to bring the Chinese chicken to America. Get offensive. I yeah, need to bring in the Democratic Party to respond to this. Zebediah, do you have something to say about that? Because we know how much you love China. I, Whatever he says will be too little, too late on the subject. I think I speak for the entire Democratic Party of the United States. I think I speak for every one of my generation, the fourth greatest generation. Say that you are one horrendous poser. I mean, look at you up there with that little tiny mustache on your face. What's wrong with you, boy? I did look. I mean, God, you, you know what? I when I was your age, you know what I was doing. I was getting laid off from Pets.com. It was a business that said it was a great idea to ship fifty-pound bags <laughs> of pet food across the country, and our CEO was a sock puppet. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Uh, I was going to mention real quick that the January 6th party uh, had left the stage because they had to make their flight to Cancun. (laughs) Oh, we did. We did have to make our flight to Cancun. Except they'd be on a no-fly list. I want to know what Shoop would do if Shoop had a million (laughs) dollars. And also, I want you guys to know, um, uh, he didn't go by Mr. Trump. He went by um, uh, Big Daddy Barron. Um, (laughs) His King Barron is really confusing title. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Chris Compton, you're uh, you're the last on my list here. Uh, lucky you. 
Uh, for last on the list, but first in our hearts. I hope Aww. it's profound because it'll be it. our send off here. Yeah, this will be memorable for everyone. What was that? What was that moment for you? So mine kind of works backwards. Uh, I mean, like Ooh. generally with like adulthood, Benjamin Button. Ooh, yeah, like I, a Nolan movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I mean, generally with adulthood, my like my level of adulthood is two kids in a trench coat trying to sneak in into a rated R movie. Like, that's <laughs> how I feel. Um, but when I was like, uh, again, who knows how old I am. Um, but when I was like in my late thirties, uh, I started to lose my hearing cause I went to see, uh, my friend's terrible band. Oh. Uh, and I eventually, I had to get hearing it. I don't remember that group. Uh, my I, friend's terrible band. I, I think they we've all seen all? that group. They're you wouldn't have heard of them. Popular, popular <laughs> groups in America. Uh, um, Dave Rold later joined that band. Our <laughs> friend's terrible improv group opened for them. Uh, yes. Yeah. Ah. Oh, we've yeah. all seen uh, them. In Seattle. But like, I, I had to come to terms with the fact that I had to get hearing aids. And that's like a, like, that's not a middle age thing. That's a like straight up ancient thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I didn't want to do it forever. Cause like, I mm-hmm. didn't want to feel like I was, you know, my bones were half dust. Uh, but finally, like, I, I can't hear anything. I have to go in and I go and I'm sitting in the waiting room of an audiologist waiting to go get hearing aids. And I look around at the people around me and I realize that I am the youngest, most virile person in the universe. <laughs> yeah. And every time I feel old, I go back into that waiting room and I realize <laughs> I have so I have boring decades left to live. I have so much time left to fail to accomplish things. Mm. <laughs> you, you know, dude, I had a very similar experience to that. Um, uh, I used to date this girl that lived in, um, in Malibu. And, More than eight uh, years we ago. To, yes. Yes. And yeah, we went yeah, to, yeah. we went to a, um, a wine bar there and I looked around the wine bar and I'm like, Dude, I could kick everybody's ass in here. <laughs> and you know how long it's been since I've been in a bar and go, I could take everybody in here. And I'm like, this is, this might be the highlight of my of, of the rest of my life. This might be it for me. Okay, uh, but as we know, as we know, that was like a decade or so ago. Could you now still kick the ass of everybody in that bar then? It depends on how close I was able to park my car, because if I had to exert myself to get in there, obviously not. I I also realized that moment in real time, too. I was at a concert with my dad, and we're at the Hollywood Bowl, and uh, we had box seats, and this guy's trying to get into our box seats. He's like, just, just let me stand here. My dad's like, fuck no, get that, get out of here. It's box seats, whatever. And they're arguing, and I go to, I stop watching the show, and I turn around, and I say to my dad, Hey, is there a problem here? And the guy that was trying to get into our seats, he goes, no, sir, I'm sorry. There's no problem. And he just slinks away. My dad was like, yeah, man, look at this adult over here. I was like, I was <laughs> feeling myself. My chest got a little better. And then right after that, I was like, hey, do you want to walk with me to the bathroom? And my dad was like, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and on Josh's personal shame. <laughs> I think that wraps up our show, don't you guys? Yeah, that's yeah. like the secret yeah. word on Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shame! <laughs> oh, I would like to thank my amazing, super legit crew for joining me once again this week and opening up your personal lives to our listeners. I'd like to thank Matt Walker for our fantastic intro and outro music. Boop, As boop. always, you can find his website in our show notes. He actually has new music coming out, so keep an eye out. Oh, nice. 
check out check us out on every every podcast platform leave a five star review please that's that's like if you like what we're doing there is nothing better you can do for us than leaving that review because it helps make sure that other people listen to us or or and or tell everyone to listen to us that does wonders for us as well we miss you ali oh, put something up on my space i mean to be brave enough to leave a good review you gotta have some verbera <laughs> Is Verberer the website where you can like rent other people's houses? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, Jet, can I record now? Uh, yes. You can record starting right now. I don't believe anything's on. Oh, my time. I kick the door on its hinges. Just so I could move on We should start off this adult show by telling them that four of the seven people on this are, uh, you know, uh, parents. So we're yes. totally adult. Yep. More than yep. half of the show. Yeah, parents. that wasn't the moment for any of us, apparently. I, yeah. Once again, we're on the That's same great. page, Sean Michael, because I almost said that in the course of the show. I was almost like, mm-hmm. well, four of us have children that we acknowledge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jet, not even when your oldest child became an adult herself by age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that that was probably a moment like that's that's been super weird because, honestly yeah, having a and, kid has not has not made me feel any more well, like an adult i feel like it's it sure made me feel even me more like a child yeah. yeah yeah because i get to run around doing things like you know uh who's a bing bong dingle dong <laughs> like all the time like <laughs> yeah. plus, all all of us are like when did you feel like an adult seven dudes playing pretend on the internet <laughs>